Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A Morning Show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, good morning. It is Dawn Patrol, and we have a great show today with a great organization that was set up right here, uh, just not very far down the street from Gulf Place. And I've got Tiffany Nelson with Food for Thought. I had no idea the need for the program. Mm -hmm. So Tiffany, tell me, Food for Thought, what were the origins in your head? What what just said, this has to change? Sure. So when my son started kindergarten at Butler Elementary, this was the first time I had really ever discovered that there was a need for children in our community. And it really just occurred to me when I was filling out his paperwork for school, the very first question, the very first form establishes whether or not the student is homeless and whether or not they have consistent living um, quarters. So for me, I felt like if that was the very first question we we're asking a five-year-old that there is a bigger reason for that. And I had already been on a personal exploration of how could my family and I better serve our community and demonstrate our values um, and our actions in the community. So it sparked a question. I took the question to my my mentor and my pastor, and we had a conversation about it. And very naively, I picked up the phone the very next day and called the principal at Butler and said, tell me what's going on. Within five minutes, we were both in tears crying about the fact that there are literally hundreds of students that are going home on Fridays and they don't eat again until they return to school on Monday. Uh, I... It was eye-opening for me, and at that point in my life, I was a single working parent of a five-year-old going to kindergarten and a little girl in diapers going to preschool, mm. and I could not imagine what it would feel like to not be able to feed them. Um, and I just felt like this was something that was unacceptable and that I could do something about it. I didn't have a lot to start with. My right. church gave me $300. I worked with the school to find a couple kids whose parents would be willing to take our help. I went to the grocery store. We bought some food. We delivered it that first Friday. Mm. From there, I just started telling my friends hey, have you heard about this thing that's happening called food insecurity? There's all these kids they don't eat. They're in all of our schools. And literally my friends would just start showing up at my house on Thursdays and throw food on my kitchen table. And we would just work with what we had and pack it up. And we started with six kids and it grew to 16. And then it grew to 36 in the first school year that we were working. And we were just doing it all out of my house. Uh, and the demand has grown monthly since then and it's our fifth year anniversary this year yeah that's amazing and uh just hearing about it you're like think about that you, right. you think about two o'clock on a friday right and think about if you can hold out in your lifestyle till monday morning at 7 30 it has to be it's one unbelievable. of the scariest things for a young child to go through uh, to to know that they're not going to be able to eat or to wonder if they're going to be able to eat and the stress that that puts on their bodies and their minds. Mm -hmm. You know, as we've grown as an organization, we've realized that what we're really doing here is we're empowering a child by removing that fear and that stress, and we're enabling them to get a better education by removing that. Um, we're able to keep them consistently fed so they don't go through these 
highs and lows and crashing periods um, of starvation so that they can keep up during the school day and the school week. And our overall goal is by removing the negative impacts of hunger that a child is going to go through their school years and develop at the same rate as their peers and graduate and stay in this community and be a more productive citizen that's not dependent on a system. And that's one of the main reasons that we chose to expand Food for Thought from elementary school all the way up through middle school and high school. That's amazing. And I appreciate you guys starting this because it's turned into quite a project uh, weekly. This is not a uh, a one-time fundraiser that it just gets dispersed out of the whole year. You guys really have uh, hours that are put in mm-hmm. weekly. Uh, we'll get to the, the packing parties and mm-hmm. the, the packing you know right. group, group uh, help that you guys get. Mm-hmm. But let's let's move down the road from where it started. Mm-hmm. Where are you now in Walton County? Sure. So, well, two years ago, we expanded from Walton County, and now we're in Walton and Okaloosa counties. Right. Um, in Walton County, we're serving Santa Rosa Beach schools, um, and we serve a handful of schools in Defuniac and in Freeport. And last year, we were able, with the support of a grant, to purchase a 5,000-square-foot building in Santa Rosa Beach, um, where we house the majority of our food, where our volunteers are trained and they work, and where we're able to have some office and meeting space. Prior to that, we really been working out of closets and people's homes and stitching it together. So this is sort of our roots in this community. Um, And then we also have our service in Okaloosa County where we're serving Destin, Niceville, and a rapid growth into Fort Walton. So we're in 15 schools, um, K through 12. What is the total number that you guys are able to do weekly? This is a big number. Well, right now we pack... 800 backpacks a week. That's a lot. It it goes out every Friday. So we pack every Thursday. We deliver every Friday. um, And this is year round. So we work during the summer, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We just alter our program to meet the families in the communities when school is out of session. And then we'll do an enrollment period during back to school in the fall. And no doubt we'll be doing a thousand plus bags every week of the year. What do you pack in the bags? I mean, uh, when mm-hmm. you say you're packing bags, what what, sure. what, are you, what are you able to put in there to take home? Well, as a nonprofit, th- that varies. We have yeah. a staple of food that we are able to guarantee the children, and we do that through our budget, and then there are things that are added on through donations of food. So here's what a child is definitely going to get um, in a very simple backpack. They're going to get a full loaf of bread, two pieces of fresh fruit. Um, I'd love to add that that fresh fruit has been donated to us by the same gentleman for five years, no matter whether I've asked for a thousand pieces of fruit or or five. Um, So bread, fresh fruit. They're always going to have a protein source, and that protein source is going to vary. So it could be peanut butter and jelly. It could be tuna. It could be chicken. It could be beef vegetable soup, but there's always protein. Um, There's at least four healthy snacks of granola bars um, and things that have good grains in them. And then we're going to add in something for breakfast and a vegetable source. So that's your minimum what's going in a backpack. And that adds up to us to be 50,000 food items a month that we're distributing. And how do you qualify children to be able to, uh, how how does it come to you guys? How do you find out about them? Well, when we pick a school, we usually determine first 
are they getting service from someone else? And if they are, we determine if that's a quality service. And if they're not, we offer our program to a school that's willing to work with us and offer this program to every student in their school on a free or reduced meal plan. So that's an automatic qualifier that we don't have to get in and start determining by a person-to-person basis. Um, So last year, we sent out 3,000 permission slips to students on free and reduced meal. It's up to their parent or guardian to accept our help, but that also enables us to screen if they have allergies and we can address those on an individual basis. That's amazing. We're doing the show today from Gulf Place at Corner 393. It's kind of the the birthplace of your uh, organization. And and, uh, let's let everybody know what the website is. So as we're talking a little bit more about it, they might be able to pull it up and see uh, what we're talking about. It's uh, fftfl.org or com. Dot org, okay. And you can go on there and learn a lot more about what we're doing and how you can get involved as a volunteer or how you can donate as an individual. Get on. Uh, I'm sure you have a newsletter that goes out. So yes. how, how, do, how can people get reminders mm-hmm. on projects that you guys are working on? Sure. So if you log on to our website, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to ask you to sign up for our email list. If you do that on a monthly basis, we send out information about ways that you can help, opportunities um, to volunteer. And of course, we like to share just a general update on how we're serving the community. Um, and you can also sign up for our email list on our Facebook page. And that the Facebook page, they can just food for thought? Yes. Okay. that's uh, I'm, I'm on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about uh, what we do over the year mm-hmm. to raise money for Food for Thought. Uh, you guys have some really cool programs that you may not even know you're participating in, but uh, mm-hmm. let's start at Sunrise Coffee. You guys have done some stuff here on Fridays. Sure, on Fridays at Sunrise, um, they've been able to offer Food for Thought Friday, where um, if you come in and you buy coffee, lunch, a drink, they're going to give a certain percentage of their proceeds back to Food for Thought uh, on a monthly basis. And there's other things uh, that you probably go on the website and find out more. Uh, Is there also one that is in Grand Boulevard? Uh, You guys do something over there as well, right? We do with a new partnership with Trevenia. The first Thursday of the month, they dedicate 15% of their happy hour sales to us. Whether you eat dinner or have some cocktails with friends, they give us 15% of their sales for that happy hour period. That's and I'm sure you won't turn down any other restaurants on 30A that would like to participate, right? Well, I would not, (laughs) and I have to give some kudos to our dear friends at Pizza by the Sea who have been helping us for years, and they do a couple times a year half-price pizza with donations to Food for Thought. That's fantastic. Uh, And that usually happens during the spring and back to school. What about the meatball sub? Will they do that? I believe they would do anything (laughs) if you brought in a bag of donations for Food for Thought. That's cool. Okay, so restaurants, hey, get on the program. Uh, what is your email that they can contact you if uh, if a restaurant on 30A would like to help out and uh, be part of it? The best way to reach us is info at fftfl.org. Okay, cool. You've got a big fundraiser that you do every year. Uh, it was uh, successful. Uh, the golf tournament sold out. Yes, it was our most successful year. It was our fourth year doing our Food for Thought charity golf tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the last two years, we've been at the Santa Rosa Golf and Beach Club, and we've loved partnering with them. Um, We offer uh, packages to local businesses to be whole sponsors and to have teams, and there's other opportunities to support the event, and it's just a really good time with a after party at The View, which you can't beat that after a day on the golf course. You cannot. It is a fabulous place. Uh, Okay, so let's talk about two things. How can people donate money to help Mm -hmm. your uh, organization? And then what do you need more of? 
absolutely. <laughs> uh, you, we're always in need of something as a growing organization. So I think one of the important things I always like to share with people as a truly local organization that was founded in this community, we've made a decision to not seek state or federal funding in order to ensure that we can provide our services where we feel they're most needed mm-hmm. uh, and to provide the quality food that we believe in. So that requires us to have a consistent basis of individual and business donors. Uh, we have wonderful relationships with organizations like Beachy Beach 30A that consistently donate as a business to us. Um, but even as an individual, for $10, you can provide two backpacks full of food for a child for $125, you could feed a family for the entire summer. And on our website, we offer really clear opportunities to provide that um, dollar amount, and it will explain to you exactly what your dollar amount will go to. Um, of course, we also have a lot of events throughout the year, uh, and we write grants to balance out our giving opportunities and our needs to be fulfilled. I mean, large opportunities like buying a building definitely come from foundation partners. One of our largest partners is the Destin Charity Wine Auction Foundation, and we've been very honored to be with them for the last three years. That's really, really cool. What about your your packing days on Thursday. Mm -hmm. How do do people volunteer to maybe come and help you with that? Volunteering is a huge need that we are always looking to fill. I have myself and one other staff person uh, to run this organization. And so we depend heavily on volunteerism. Volunteers can come to us at any age, any skill level is young as they want to be. Um, it's a great family opportunity. And we have volunteers in our pantry every day of the week, um, unpacking donations, unpacking food orders, packing up backpacks, delivering backpacks, uh, distributing backpacks in the schools. So we're never short on those opportunities. We've used well over 3,000 volunteer hours this school year alone. Um, and the best way, again, to sign up to volunteer, you can do it on our website. You can download the paperwork or you can email us and we'll put you to work. Um, And we have a lot of businesses that like to come in for a service day together and spend the day with us. And that tends to be a really rewarding experience for them. And they come back again and again as a team because it's so direct to their community where they live and work that it feels like a really positive way to spend their time as a group. Very cool. So let's talk about maybe a a future event that you guys maybe are in the conceptual phase of. Is there Mm -hmm. something that you guys are planning down the road? It's our. It's your next phase, you know, mm-hmm. to go along with the golf tournament. Is there something coming up? Well, every year during back to school, we have a stock the pantry party, and we do that in Santa Rosa Beach at our warehouse, um, and that's a wonderful opportunity to come together as a community. And we have a little bit of a contest to see which one of our partners can bring in the most food for us. Last year, the Ohana Institute gathered over ten thousand snack items for us and swept the event. That's awesome. But I tell you, that event stocks our pantry generally for two months and makes a huge difference in our ability to get started during the school year. Uh, And then this will be our third year for the annual Art of Giving event, which started um, with a very generous donation from Justin Gaffrey um, that kicked off that event for us a few years ago. And then last year we partnered with some other local artists like Allison Wiki and Chandler Williams and Justin Lyons. And this year um, we'll partner with another group of artists and that event will be in September. September. Um, and between those events, those are our, our key signature events that we do every year to make a real lasting impact in our budget for the year. All right. When the, when the summer gets passed mm-hmm. and we have time to maybe create something together, 
I'd love to do something with 38 Radio for you guys. So sure. Let's uh, let's kind of just start shooting emails back and forth, and uh, we've got some things that are happening this fall that might be pretty interesting. So I think uh, so. Yeah, we're we'll always working it. on on something <laughs> to help us uh, raise money for the kids. Yeah, um, and we love to incorporate local business partners. I think. One of the biggest things we've done for this community is help bring awareness to the fact that while we are blessed to sit here today on the beach and be in this beautiful location, um, there are still real struggles that people that your children sit next to in school are experiencing. Um, And I think that is one of the biggest eye-opening things that we have brought to this community. And I hear it again and again from my volunteers and board members is that they learned from their children that their children's peers were living off of a food that they got from a backpack from us. And I think sometimes people want to think these issues are so far removed from their lives that they don't need to take action. But in reality, I would challenge people to ask their children if they've ever seen one of their friends leave school with a backpack. Um, Because with those thousands of children that we're feeding... In this small community, we're very close to what that need looks like. I I met a gentleman at one of our biggest fundraisers of the year recently who was just in awe of the fact that when he went to school one day to pick up his child, he realized that four of his son's peers were in our program and he had no idea as a local business owner and as a community member how close that need was to his life and it really took him to a point of taking action and supporting us as a volunteer and a donor people are awesome you just got you got to know how to help yeah i think you have to know how to help and you have to know that there's a real need and i see this as an investment in the future of our community uh we can make a difference in their lives while they're a child they'll make a difference in this community as an adult all right go through the website social media how to contact uh give us all that one more time absolutely our email address is info at fftfl.org our website is fftfl.org you can follow us on facebook as well and sign up for our email list to learn new ways to help us and things we're doing in the community very cool thanks for taking time thank you for letting me share uh well this not be the last time we talk so uh let's just make sure we stay in touch as you guys have events coming up or Need a, you know a need for people to volunteer. If you're running low on volunteers, uh, we need to get a PSA up for you guys and absolutely. So uh, let's work that out. But uh, let's make sure we stay in touch and uh, keep us in tune with what's going on with Food for Thought. All right, thank, thank you so much. No problem, Tiffany Nelson, uh, the founder of Food for Thought, great organization. Want to thank Gulf Place for uh, the beautiful studios today, especially La Playa. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, the corner of 393 and 30A is just about as good as it gets here. So uh, we will touch base with Food for Thought in a month or two and uh, see how you guys are doing. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from, 38cottages.com.